This episode of The Ryan Show presents The Marcy Projects is proudly brought to you by Misuk's Ginger Tea, The Elixir, The Cure-All. See you at a late night business meeting. You were throwing a couple back, but you got to be in the office bright and early. Ain't nothing that a little Misuk can't cure. Say you got a case of the common cold, a little sniffles, a little clogged nose. You got to be in the office in the morning. Ain't nothing that a little Misuk Ginger Tea can't cure. It's made with the finest Hamptons honey. Little, little bit of the sugar. It's nice. It clears your sinuses. Ah, it's everything. And for somebody like me, I almost need it to start my day. So you could call me. You could call Ryan. Or you could call me, Suck Ginger Tea, at 1-757-819-3949. Again, at 1-757-819-3949. Now enjoy this episode of The Ryan Show Presents The Marcy Projects. Show presents the Marcy Project. Oh. We are back again. Hampton's David is good to be We're here. We're back. It's always good to be, you know, down in the studio, down in the basement, and we got a nice, nice guest. I've been waiting for this interview. We've already had the best, I'd say, interview yet. It hasn't even been on the airwaves. We have Pop the Brown Hornet with us. Give it up, folks online. What's going on, world? What's going on? This is Pop the Brown Hornet from out of Stapleton, Staten Island, the Temple. I'm here in the building with the Ryan Show. You're yes taking over Brooklyn. Staten Island takeover of Brooklyn commences <laughs> right now, right here in the basement. And well, we just learned so much history, so much which we're going to talk about now, and so much which we're going to talk about at a later date because <laughs> there's a lot of history here with Pop the Brown Hornet. So, what have you been doing these days? I saw that awesome video. It's been circulating Instagram. I didn't realize though till today that it was you and your son. Exactly the um. The, the single that I have out right now that's getting burned around the globe is called Straighten It Out. And it's starring my son, Don Dollars, or whatever the case may be. And, like, you know, when you, once you give the song a listen to or what have you, you understand really what I'm talking about. We got we got problems in the street. You know, you got the opioid epidemic. You got black. no you know, joke. You got the Black Lives Matter. You got, you know, these fiends out here robbing old ladies and then, of course, you got, you know, the the, the music game within itself. Uh, and not, like I said, I mean, if you mumble rapping, that's what you do, cool. But, you know, there's certain individuals that grew up off lyric and lyricism. And, and I don't think that the uh, the essence of hip-hop is appreciated as much as it is overseas. So I just figured we'd have to straighten it out. Good point you make, overseas. Overseas, that's that's where every every single artist we have on, every artist that's, like, from this era, the 90s era, the, you know, 2000s era that came up, Said they get the most love when they go overseas. And the most money. Yeah, and the most money, yep. Yeah, so it's like I said, we're, we're here. I think it's like we're underappreciated to whereas overseas, they, they really enjoy the essence of the culture more than they do here. Yep. Out here, it's just like I'm about the dollar, and that's it. F your culture. What's going to get me paid more money? You know, it's a couple of other things, but that's what it is. If I could get you out here to promote drugs and then we're out here selling drugs and you I could have you rap about it and you fool the masses, that's what they're into right now. They, the industry just has such control over America, everything. whether it's booking shows at these big centers. You know, try putting... Everything. Even if everything. you listen to the radio, it's the same, every station is the same 12 songs rotated all day until you get like a DJ, you know... Until you got a 98.1 FM, yeah, the new Urban Heat. That's it. Exactly. So much love to you guys. 
Hopefully, I get more powerful and stronger so you can really bring the true essence of hip hop. That's where we, uh, I think that's where it's rooted from, especially that we teamed up with Mr. Cheeks. He's not here right now, but I mean, that's my favorite era of, of hip hop. You know, n- there's nothing better than 90s, 2000 New York hip hop. It's just my yep. favorite type of music. Understood. I, I, I understand why that would be. And that's your error. Actually, for those listeners out there that have not realized who we're speaking to, yes, this is Pop the Brown Hornet of yes. GP Wu. GP Wu, a.k.a. GP the Green. Yes, that'll be <laughs> me. That'll be me. So, yeah, like I said, I got I got the new single out. It's called Straighten It Out. Once again, it's getting played. I mean, Red's been playing it. Uh, you might have seen the video on Video Music Box with uh, Ralph McDaniels. Yeah. Uh, once again, like I said, I got some uh, digital tracking. He did that to at know, our show too. That to know that it's being played across the states right now. So, uh, and it's not just a, it's not a gimmicky song. Yeah. I cannot stress it enough. I know you did the song with your son, but it's it's great, and it's good to see you put your son on the right path of lyricism. Well, true yeah, hip hop. Yeah, true hip hop. I mean, my son, real quick, my son, he rhymes with his comrades, and they be talking to us all the kind of crazy nonsense. And I said, Yo, listen, you have to show diversity. Let me show you real quick how you make a song. So hopefully he's enlightened by that. You know what I mean? And how old is he? My son is actually 23, 24. All right. So that's, that's prime age, I'd say, for uh, what they deem as the millennial. Yep. And uh, yeah, not yeah. all of the millennial rappers tend to use that type of lyricism, but hey. Well, well, well a lot of some of them aren't groomed from MCs. You know what I mean? His father's yeah, an right. MC, so... I mean, I played other kind of hip hop that he knows the KRS ones, the Rock Kims, the Big Daddies. So he knows about lyricism. He just wasn't raised on these up and coming MC. Like a lot of these young cats right now, they'll hear somebody get on and, and be mumbling, and they'll be like, "You know what? I could do that shit too. Come on, let's go in the studio." Boom, boom, boom. Before you know it, they're mumbling because it's like monkey see, monkey do. That's it. Good point. Good point. We actually had our, we had Rock Kim, Rock Kim the Godson, in here recently. Remember Tom Hill, his name is? Yeah. Oh, back. yeah. His. And he's, he's pretty good. He's got bars. His son. Rakim's son. son. Yeah, Rakim's yeah, son. Rakim's son. Yep. That's what's so, up. So That's there are a few. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, one son that is carrying on the tradition, I know that we're not the biggest, you know, Wu-Tang fans, but have you seen Young Dirty Bastard? I've heard of him. I really haven't seen him perform. I know he was on the morning show and things of that nature, but yeah, I heard he's getting a, a lot of notoriety, he you know, is, whatever the case may be. He so. like, just took a page right out of... Literally takes yeah. his father's songs and performs them, and then has his father's style. And I was thinking, I was talking to a friend, LSD, another rapper from New York City, and has there been another rapper that can literally just take his father's style and still make a career out of it? Well, that's yet to be seen. I mean, I've, like I said, we've heard of him. He's doing old dirty bastard songs, keeping his father alive. So, hopefully, there'll be somebody intrigued enough to let, let you know sign a deal and see if he could pull off making an album. Because old dirty was one hell of a gifted MC. Yeah, he was Na- naturally. You know, he'd just go on and and create off the He's off the whim. Entertainer. So you know that some some things can't be taught. Some things have to be given. So like you know, it's still yet to be seen. Good point. Very good point. I guess, I mean, th- like you said, he's getting the uh, the notoriety, that's for sure. I yeah, guess so. we'll see in a few years what ends up panning out. Right. But, uh, but yeah, we learned a lot off the air in our conversations <laughs> that we had. It's the best conversation I've had in, like, months, I think. Years, most like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, some of which we, you know, we I don't want to say we shouldn't get into quite yet, but we were going through, and we were asking you about your affiliation with Wu-Tang, which we had already learned last time we had you on that you technically don't have an affiliation with the Wu-Tang Clan, contrary to what is written on the Internet, not only, but, I mean, it's cited on Wikipedia as well. 
Right, because I I mean when you have wordplay, so that's what it's about wordplay. So my affiliation to Wu Wu Tang Clan is nothing. My affiliation to the Wu Tang movement in the era is something. So I'm not affiliated with the Wu Tang Clan, but I am affiliated with the Wu Tang movement, which is much bigger than the Clan. The Clan is nothing but a clan from out of the Wu Tang movement. So pop the brown hornet. Yes, I'm part of the Wu Tang movement, which is bigger than just the Wu Tang Clan. And tell us more about the Wu Tang movement. Well, the Wu Tang movement it really it existed before uh, the world was entertained by the Wu Tang Clan. So it was just a group of us from out of Stapleton, Staten Island. And just like anybody else, you know, you go watch the karate movies and things of that nature, and we'll come down there and implicate it into our lives, whether it's uh, the way we danced, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, just a word that we use in our rhymes. So it's starting to become a way of life. Like I was telling you, if I told you to just go to the store and get a woo juice, only somebody that was down with the Wu-Tang movement would understand that. If I said, yo, Ryan, go to the store, yo, we, gonna be- we about to make some woo juice. <laughs> if you don't, if you wasn't from where we was from, that's some that's a that's a language like we could be in Let us, so what we could was be, the we could be, we could be in, no I can't tell you but <laughs> when we was, when we was, you know but we could be in Brooklyn we could be in Brooklyn and be like yo we about to go get some woo juice motherfuckers like, what the fuck is that son I ain't never drank that before so it was a concoction that was made you know, and I can't tell you because then motherfuckers will run around and be like, yo, I had that shit going. No, you didn't. Yeah, the next thing you know, that's going to be the next album. <laughs> yeah. <woo-hoo. laughs> but, uh, wow. So, so, yeah, so be so being part of the era, like I said, I, 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 I know members of the Wu-Tang Clan. A lot of us, you know, we grew up together. A lot of them are from Paul Kill. Uh, like I said, I'm from Stapleton. So, yeah, brothers are very uh, familiar with individuals. And even, like, I just enlightened Jews guys off the Wu-Tang album, how RZA gave me a shout-out and said, Pop the Brown Hornet, because, like I said, being part of the Wu-Tang era and the movement is something that I was a part of. But you've never heard Pop the Brown Hornet rhyme on any Wu-Tang Clan album. So my affiliation is none. So never on an album and never on any Wu-affiliated album. Once again, contrary to what a lot of these YouTube videos say, a lot of yeah. these folks that are putting YouTube Wikipedia, videos everybody. are assuming that this is that GP Wu is a Wu affiliate. So like, you're, this is it. You're stating it right now. It's official. Well, even even anybody that's out there, if you ever seen a Wu Tang, if you ever seen a GP Wu album, we don't have a G, we don't have a Wu Tang logo, we don't have a W logo. We have our own logo. You know what I mean? I mean, it forms a W because the G and the P form a W. This which stands for Wu-Tang. But once again, being part of the era and the movement didn't involve us with being down with the Klan. So we are an affiliate through the movement and the era of Wu-Tang, which was a time and place in Staten Island where this was came about. It's just that the Wu-Tang Clan happened to blow you know, powers is in numbers. So once they struck with nine individuals deep and they and they rolled over the industry, it was like fuck anybody else who was down with them. I'm I'm rolling with this, which I don't knock you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes that's how it be, and other people get overlooked. But I'm here. You know, I'm representing who I be, 
pop the brown hornet and I'm just breaking down history. I'm not trying to be bitter. I'm not trying to grab any of their claim or whatever the case may be, but my affiliation through the internet and the world is due to the fact I come from Staten Island and due to the fact that on MCA album was GP Wu, you just automatically say we're Wu Tang affiliated. And you know, like I said, to the to the naked eye, that would be that that would be just the sum of it, but it's deeper than that. Wow. So there you have it, folks. Go yeah. ahead and change those YouTube titles. <laughs> yep. Change that Wikipedia because there is no affiliation. And not with the other three members of GP Wu either. I would say they would feel the same exact way, you know, because like I said, all the other three affiliates of, of the GP Wu, they're from Stapleton, you know, and they're more, you don't hear any of them on any Wu-Tang Clan collaborations albums as well. So, you know, I don't want to just co-heartedly speak for them, but I know Brown Hornet and I'm here right now. Definitely not with me. I just broke down the history of how I'm, a, you know, how the association could get misconstrued with the wordplay. So there you have it. Yeah, there you have it. And uh, you and heard it here on the Ryan Show. First. Yes, this it's is a hot real, take. This is That's the real right. pop the brown hornet from out of Stapleton, Staten Island. I said it. And uh, yeah, so that'll clear up any confusion. You know what? We should go on and uh, and take care of that ourselves. But you guys, you guys put out a great album. I mean, I'm excited for a lot of this new work, this resurgence in your career. Like you said, you took some time off. You're back. You're better than ever. And uh, really quick for some of the newer listeners that are, are hearing you for the first time, this is a good time while we have their attention for you to plug that Instagram and get that up there right now for, for My Instagram is Pop the Brown Bomber. My Facebook is Pop Brown Hornet. And my Twitter would be Pop the Brown Hornet. But Instagram I really use the most. That's Pop the Brown Bomber. Facebook is Pop Brown Hornet. I actually downloaded some of your music for us to play for our first little break. But uh, is there is there a preference that you have for our first song? Will we take a couple minutes from? Uh, I mean, I mean, if you have Straighten It Out, I mean, oh, you could definitely do. play that. If you got Black on Black Crime, as long as you, you know, what I mean, there's certain songs that Black on Black Crime people would be with, familiar with me with. But definitely, you can lead off with Straighten It Out. That's well, my, hit him with my, Straighten my, It Out. My new single out right now off the upcoming EP called Forming Mandela, dropping early next year. Enjoy, folks. We will be back after a message from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. You ain't real, right? Nah. You a young blood. Uh-huh. 
up on Uzi Vert and Young Thug. Help me straighten it, they marking hip-hop. Take a look at what they make of it. Game ain't dead, but it's definitely in critical. Check up like a physical. Sixteen descriptions, all of my words biblical. For this year, I'm bringing the real back. This the best of both holes, the town and the hill back. Beat bomber, dawn dollars, I know they gon' feel that. Beat bomber, dawn dollars, I know they gon' feel that. We gotta... We about to... We gonna... Enough the game, there's no originality, they all sound the same. Monkey see, monkey do. Bunch of copycats, hip hop has been plagued with a bunch of mumble rats. Warm, 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 coming through my speakers. Is it me or do they all sound like Charlie Brown's teacher? Can't even understand them. What the hell's he saying? The sound man should be shot for the that they be playing. Why bother turning on the stereo when they spin the same wax songs on the radio four times an hour? Heavy rotation, boycott the program, direct the end station. If you ask me, we should fire the whole staff. Can't let them get away with playing this trash. They're giving hip hop music a bad name. If rap ain't dead, it's hanging on by threads. We gotta straighten it out. You heard what I said. We gotta. We got to. Welcome to Sag Harbor Pharmacy. Help me, sir. I need some advice. What can I do for you? I got these bumps all over me. Bumps? Where? Downstairs. Downstairs. Well, that must be herpes. And worry not, there's me Sook's ginger tea for that. It cures literally everything. Have you heard of it, sir? No. Organic gingers, organic lemons, and organic limes. It's sweetened with just a touch of local honey. This stuff cures everything from cancer to AIDS. So go ahead and purchase a case today, available at... Your local's Hamptons grocery store or purchase a case through the cell phone at 757-819-3949. One more time, that's 757-819-3949. It's the Ryan Show. Real hip-hop, folks. Just doesn't get old. can listen to it over and over again. Always. And you can if you download it. Where can you find this again? Well, you can definitely find uh, Straighten It Out. It's on all platforms at this present moment. So whether you Spotify, whether you Deezer, whether you iTunes... It's all on all platforms right now, ready to be listened to if you choose to go that route. Go listen. The video is also, like we said, it's on YouTube. Straighten it out. Pop the brown hornet. So that's it. Go to YouTube. You know, you told me something that really uh, piqued my interest earlier. You retired for some years, and you came back to discover that you had all of these fans yes. online. That must have been crazy going into the new age of, of the industry, essentially, bringing back and then seeing that you have these fans I mean, what is it like knowing that after all these years, people are still listening to your music and going out of the way to, to dig it up and find it on? I'm sure it was streaming back on Napster and all those other streaming sites. Yeah, I found it quite amazing because, like I said, being a, away from the game, you know, just doing, you know, what I had to do, construction and all kinds of stuff. I wasn't really uh, – I didn't really want to be involved with the social media aspect of the game, so I didn't have any, you know, Facebook – uh, I didn't have any Instagram and stuff like that. So 
when I decided to get back into the music, you know, my people was like, well, you got to get these platforms. In order for you to have some kind of relevancy and be in tune with what's going on, you got to go get a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So when I did so, you know, I, I kid you not, I, I had I had my my lady make me up a, a Facebook. And when she made my Facebook, she probably had about three, 400 friends. So she, you know, she. I never really told her I was an MC and shit of that yeah. nature. I was just like, yeah, popped around on the boom, 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 boom. She was like, you know, laughing like, oh, whatever. And it's like overnight, I had like fifteen hundred followers, and she was wow. <laughs> she was just yeah. like, "What the hell?" Like and what she, year was this? When did you get back into the game? Uh, I would say, I mean, to be honest with you, it probably was like I made the I, I got back into the game, and then I had her make it up. So I would say maybe three to four years tops. I I made I made my my Facebook. I had my Facebook before the Instagram. But I would say maybe 2015 or something like that. That's crazy. And that's yeah. like the peak. Like I was looking. There were videos out from like 2007, 2008 with like tons of views and comments. Just right. to, it must be crazy to come back to uh, to all of that yes. already established. And Right. So when I was getting friends and stuff of that nature, they was coming from all over, whether it be Brazil, Europe, all kind. I mean, all kind of Australia. Yo, I remember the GP. Woo, I was going to say that goes yo, back to that era. That's yeah. that's the fans, the fans out there. Like, they, you know, that could be a problem, though, when all those yeah. fans are putting out that content. I mean, it does affect your residuals. Actually, we're going through it right now with Cheeks. We're trying to make sure he has yeah, control over all of his of those. over his YouTube channel and over his not a channel, but the songs that are on there. Right. Somebody else has has a Renee with like six million views or something crazy. Right, that's a lot of money in that guy's pockets. Right, so there has to be a way to streamline everything down. And that is something maybe you could look into. You never know. Right, right. Exactly. Maybe uh, we'll do it for you when we talk to Cheeks' guy. Yeah, we got to figure this out for Cheeks. But yeah. it definitely uh, does help. You've got a lot of internet presence out there without yeah. you doing it, which is a real testament. Like, I'm waiting for us to get, like, actual fans that, like, do something nice for us or, like, leave a comment, Dave. It's like, yeah, they'll come to our show and get fucked up with us. But, yeah, like, yeah you've got a lot of people that are out there, you know, vouching for you. So it's, yeah, a, it's that's, a beautiful that's, thing. That's a beautiful thing. Exactly. That had to be the illest thing to find. Like, just waking up that next day and you find all these fans everywhere. That had to just be crazy. I couldn't imagine that. Like, yeah, probably, like, I, like I said, it was it was definitely it, I definitely had to say, you know what? Uh, let me take this a little bit more seriously. And like I said, being removed from the game or whatever the case may be and not really being interested in it. I said, let me start putting this music together. And prior to me to come with this single and this show album, your son, you know, your dad used to be a bad man back. Oh, in the well, day. he knows that. Already. <laughs> I mean, when I when I when I when I had black on black crime back in the days, it was a big single that was out. I mean, he knew it word for word as a shorty. Oh. So he kind of always knew he never understood the politics on why, you know, dad didn't blow like that. So he didn't know about all of that. So I was able to school him over the years. But, um, no, he definitely understands. And, um. Prior to, like I said, prior to me making this music, uh, I would say a, a year or two ago, I did a uh, project with King Just called The Emperor and the King, The Best of Both Hoods. So that was kind of like the first project. Me coming out of retirement was getting with King Just uh, from Hey Ya, Hey Ya Ho, all y'all hip-hop heads hey out there. And he's from Paul Kill, Staten Island. I'm from Stapleton, Staten Island, and we're like five minutes apart. But our projects were always like competition, so... Me having him and him having me and us doing an album together was nothing but a healthy competition to let people know that we can, you know, stick together as a as a borough and still come out with some good hot music. Now, how about sticking together as GP Woo? Is there going to be any sort of a reunion tour or album coming out soon? Well, I honestly tell you this, me from my point of view, for that to happen, 
that's one of the reasons why I say I'm I'm back at it because if we have any fans or if we have any people that might have been fans and that might be sitting in higher places right now, I would definitely that would definitely have to be a money situation yeah. to where James Dolan. I could <laughs> yeah I couldn't see just coming out with a GP Wu album and it not be heavy funding, so that's why I say myself. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. That's why I'm blowing the dust off the mic. I'm trying to get reacquainted to the universe so it could draw some hoopla and some interest from the big wigs that might be out there to say, you know what? The fans deserve it. So, and the only way you do that is becoming relevant. That's why I'm back right now doing what I'm doing. And that song, I noticed that it did get some pretty good viewership. The the Straight It Out is actually getting good viewership not only on YouTube but Instagram. It has all the makings of what could be like a like a viral hit these days. Okay. Like I, I just I, I see it. I, I definitely it. see yeah. it. And I'm excited to see what you guys got going on in the future. Is there any events or concerts, anything you'd like to plug that we can stop and see at soon? Well, at this present time, no. You know what I mean? And that's why hopefully everything starts picking up. Hopefully word of mouth gets out. How about this? We bring you to Boston. I think that we need to tell the story on FM in Boston. Yeah. How good would that be? That's where we need to start. And then we'll leave it up to the listeners. Yeah, that'd be great because you know what? Every journey starts with one step. So if I can get a few listeners and it can snowball effect to to the masses, why why would I even shoot that down? I'd be I'd be more than well, you know, to entertain that. that so right Yusuf, there. if possible, put it put it in the phone and write it down early, listeners of our podcast. Thursday, December sixth, you get the formal invite to the Ryan Show FM. That's what we call it now, the Ryan Show so FM. FM. Uh, out in Boston, Massachusetts. And you could tell your story, we could play Straighten It Out, and we could enrich the uh, uncultured, as I like to call them, Red Sox fans the on man. some hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Yankee hat you got on, too. Shout yeah. out our fans in Boston. Uh, I appreciate that, yeah. It's like enemy territory every time. <laughs> yeah, of course. What do you think? They ain't crossing over. And we I roast mean, them every I'll time. I'll tell you what, if driving through like the stations in like this little back neighborhood, driving with New York plates on, I just don't... I always feel like... I'm just not supposed to be there. I just feel like, okay, I'm going down the wrong street right now. Something's going to happen. We, I'm so, like, I don't know how we got out of like, trouble that one my, time. We got my cousin over. Vinny. <laughs> that, you know? Yeah, like, they actually, uh, they were asking us about our seatbelts on in the back. We got pulled over right outside of Boston on the way back. I mean, obviously, the car smells like weed, but it's legal. <laughs> it's legal in Boston. Somewhat legal, I guess. But they were asking us about our seatbelts in the back. Apparently, Massachusetts is one of the only states where it's illegal to be driving yes, without a seatbelt on in the back. Back seat has to have, and I was like, they're like, 30, my own friend's like almost 40 years old. What, yeah. Is he my child? <laughs> you want me to buckle him in? Put him in a booster seat? Yeah. Fucking crazy. But anyway. So when they pulled you over, did you have uh, New York Yankee hats on or something like that? Or? Did you have everybody had oh, you New just York, had the New York plates. New York plates, and okay. everybody had, and they checked everybody's you okay. know, license. They took everybody's yeah, ID. That was, that was good enough. Yeah. 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 You was like, you know, you was invaders. You was the aliens up yep. in, up in oh, B-Town. Yeah. In New York, you know, that doesn't, we got to pull you over. We got to show you. We run. You don't. Yeah, yeah, you might exactly. run New York, but you don't run Bean Town. <laughs> Flexing on us right away. Oh man. Well, well uh, God bless that cop for letting us go. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, for, uh, it could have been a nasty seventy dollars yes. ticket we would have had there for that backseat no seatbelt ticket. <laughs> well, uh, I guess this is a good time right now to play a little bit more music. So why don't we play Black on Black? Why not? Yo, Black on Black Crime, the classic joint from Pop the Brown Hornet. You hearing it on the Ryan Shazoo? Folks, we will be back. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
shit all for. Everybody out here poor. Cutting throat, not crackheads. Selling soap, loose shorties down the block. Pushing dope and coke. Try and make it out the ghetto. Where you gon' want to? Overseer got you exactly where he wants you. In the projects, doing fuck things like selling crack. It's like my whole family's fees. If it ain't one thing, it's bound to be another. Peace to all three town felons, word the mother. Getting hit with outrageous bids. While the next man's in the world raising your kids. Now what you gon' do? It's all up to you. Be your own man or run behind your crew. If you get back, don't expect no help. In the street life, everybody roll for Delph. Black on black crime, you know it gotta stop. It's time that my piece, we start reaching for the top. On their own property, have their tailor made peacefully and luxury comfortably. Every memory would be a buttermilk fantasy. We'd enjoy the great outdoor war. Every day live, be like a paid rapper on tour. Without the problems, we don't really need them. Every wish would be a dime, every be handsome. The only drug would be jaw weed with a little bonbon Z. That's all a black man needs. Money would be something that we burn in the fire While living in Alaska with your midnight desire Sipping on daiquiri, happily Enjoying the scenery Snowfall natural like the girl's virginity Eight time be like the first time Something like the last time Reminding you of your past time When things probably wasn't that great Robbing for weights But your childhood upstate Couldn't escape the gunslinging Flower bringing under the building Calling yourself king pinging Black on black crime You know it gotta stop Time that my beef will start reaching for the top. The only way we're going to get there is together. Let's start the revolution. You know I'm for whatever. Black on black crime. You know it gotta stop. The time that my beef will start reaching for the top. The only way we're going to get there is together. Let's start the revolution. You know I'm for whatever. <laughs> Seriously, it's a great song, and you can download it and give those royalties to where they belong. So where can they find that hit there, Pop? They could definitely find that everywhere as well. You know, uh, Black on Black Crime, you probably have to do a little research to it, but uh, it's probably on, uh, shoot, iTunes or whatever the case may be. You could definitely got to search for that one a little bit. Not as mu- as as easy as straight. It's worth that. it for the people out there. It's worth the search. Real hip hop. It's yeah, worth it. Don't just listen hip-hop. to it on this podcast. It comes if you listen to this quality. podcast, you're most likely going to like that song because you know the people that we bring and you know what we promote. Good hip hop. That's right. Unless we're paid to bring somebody else in, yeah. in <laughs> go fuck yourself. Sorry. <laughs> but it's not like that this time around the block. We do have the Brown Hornet with us, and uh, and wow, what a legendary shout out! We did not know that was you. I know you say that it was it was a whole movement, but for them to only shout out what like ten extra people, and that's not not even eight extra people, it's still pretty pretty epic. I said it means that there was some involvement. 
Yeah, just like you said, there was some involvement for my name. It's like a saying goes, if I didn't say your name, that means I didn't know you. And just to be known from an individual who the world may look at as being the spokesman of the whole movement, uh, that's good enough for me. As long as you acknowledge the fact that I was in existence because you know the history of the movement, of the you know the era of the whole yeah. thing, yeah, that's justifiably so. Everything else, uh, I'll handle on my own. I don't need, you know what I mean? And everything else past this, about this topic, you're going to have to listen to us on the Ryan Show FM because it's official. Pop the Brown Hornet is booked for December 27th hey. for our New Year's special. I should say our last day of the old year special. Yes. Not sure maybe what we'll call Christmas, it. maybe, who knows? Tune in, baby, tune in. And uh, yeah, around that time will be Christmas time. You're right. A lot of yeah. good stuff going on. So what are we? What are our gifts this year? Any other songs that are coming out that you have to release? At the present time, no, because you know it's the fourth quarter. So I'd rather be able to jump into 2019 with the the whole EP. Like I said, it's called Former Mandela. The 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 next single is going to be fire. Featuring Ham's Dave, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be definitely fire, up tempo, something for the club or whatever the case may be. I hit y'all with the message, with the straighten it out. So I know I grabbed the attentions of the masses. So now, once we bring in the new era, 2019, I'm gonna have. It's gonna. It's, I'm sure. I actually performed it at y'all. You know, when y'all did the show, I did the Zaddy Gotcha. That was the second song I did, and I know I kind of got a good response out of that. You guys was kind of like filming and be like, "Oh, this, all right, he can he can rhyme." I never really heard of him, but you know, what I mean, I make sure I came. People in were that, into it at the yeah. Ryan Show live. Yeah. That was a good performance, right? So that'll more or less be the next single, and um. I can't wait for that to happen. So keep your eyes tuned. Keep your ears and eyes tuned in. Keep your eyes tuned in for the video. Keep your ears tuned in for the song. Sadie Gotcha, the new EP, forming Mandela from Pop the Brown Horn out of Stapleton, Staten Island, New York. All right, and you let's can catch go. him on that new theme song because he did. He is one of the people that actually sent in. I still want fire. all these other rappers. Yeah, and that was fire. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate y'all giving me the beat or whatever the case may be. Like I, I said, appreciate I appreciate you to give the verse out on that. Yeah, I missed the memo. It was like it was a yo, do this for the Ryan show. I was doing it for my show. I like that. <laughs> no, I that's showing, what I, I was showing off. Ryan may want it for that. I want everybody out there. I want whatever you hear that beat, whatever you. He wants it the Hampton yeah. Zave show. No, I make wa- sure that he reference Hampton Zave. I remember <laughs> that there was a just last night there was a, a rendition release that didn't mention Hampton Zave, mention- which prompted thirty seconds later an angry response. A beef, a beef track right back. A disc record right back. back. <laughs> he was Which going. We got to play. Yeah, we'll play it on FM for you guys. He was good. going at uh, some some of our our elder statesmen that we had on the show. N O G. Yeah. To be specific, there's oh. there's a beef going on and between Scar Sully and N O G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N O G. Wouldn't give him the mic. He had to perform at SOBs, and N O G. Refused to get off the stage and said, "Fuck mumble rap, fuck the millennials. I'm staying right here, and I'm going to keep performing." And that cost a you know good amount of people that were going to perform their opportunity to do so at SOBs. So the beef has spilled over to our to our Ryan Show theme song, uh-huh. and you can hear the actual you know, the, the words were directed towards Edog. And actually, Scar Sully will be our guest in Boston on Thursday. Whoa. The show's turning into like WWF SmackDown <laughs> as these weeks go on. And we have Edog's theme song drop, and he comes <laughs> bust in the studio. Oh, <laughs> Which actually might happen. Yeah. We're in Boston. Oh, okay. Be careful out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <seriously. laughs> oh, man. Well, we're going to actually, this is one thing that we normally do at the end. Uh, but normally, I mean, we're going to do it starting right now. If there's one song, what is your favorite hip-hop song of all time that you'd like us to play for the outro of your interview right now? 
That's funny because I just posted. I have so many great songs that's in my brain, but I just posted it, and uh, that would be The Show from Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. Ooh, a classic. Classic. So we'll end it to that, and and also we'll play your theme song after that. So thank you very much, Pop the Brown Hornet. I do appreciate you coming down to the Marcy Project. And I appreciate you gentlemen for having me. I I like today. This has learned a lot. Good conversation. I like when you you don't have to... You know, force a conversation. A lot of times we do these interviews and we kind of have to force a conversation. I like that. We had like two solid hours of like real content we talked about today. Cannot yeah. wait for this uh, yeah. Ryan Show FM show. <laughs> the truth will be revealed. But until then, enjoy your day and enjoy your hip hop, folks. Thank we'll be Peace. Back. One. Up in the radiator, playing corner slap boxing on the elevator. Blow a few shot at our foes. Hit the next projects to bag a few hoes. Meet up at a later date, Henny and Bud. Street fam closer than most, so I treat them like blood. My rap flow it evolved through the years. Pour some out for my pairs I lost through the years. While I'm still here, it's constant elevation. Making shit happen through decades of dedication. Haters can't stop me now, cocksuckers. How you like me now, dumb fuckers? Song on the radio, face on the magazine. I know it hurts to see me on the winning team. Life great, eating off a platinum plate. Pool parties at a Hampton estate. Making chicks strip with the snap of a finger. I'm an MC with more fans than an R&B singer. Eat you like dessert, little nigga, watch me work. <laughs>